A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. The pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots. And I am your humble host, Joe Wakili, and we have a return customer again here on Connect Those Dots. A great guest, a guy that I admire, uh, and a guy that uh, really uh, admires me too, little old me. So uh, that, that's really something to say right there. Little old me gets admired by a guy of such stature, Mr. Reawaken America himself. Clay Clark. Hey, Clay. Hey, I appreciate you allowing me to be here with you today. Thank you very much. God bless you, Clay. I'm, I'm always happy to have you. And uh, before you were Mr. Reawaken America, uh, you had a very booming DJ business. And uh, I found this out about you when I when I went to Reawaken America. You you had me out there and we had some fun. And I learned a lot about Clay Clark and the origin story of you. So before we get into like the heavy nitty gritty stuff, I just want to have a little bit of fun here. Sure. Well, um, I, you know, as far as uh, my background, uh, for anybody out there that doesn't doesn't know, um, I um, previous to uh, COVID nineteen, the Great Reset, all these kinds of things, I uh, started one of America's largest wedding DJ entertainment companies. We used to do four thousand weddings and corporate events per year. Now I sold that company around two thousand six, two thousand seven ish. But uh, I grew the business, and I also started the region's largest uh, wedding photography company called Epic Photos, uh, built mm. DJConnection.com, one of the largest uh, wedding entertainment companies in America. I also started a company called Party Perfect, which later become, became Party Pro, one of the largest party rental companies. I also had um, uh, the, the Tulsa Wedding Show. I started Tulsa Bridal Association, the wedding show, the big expo. expo. Uh, I also uh, flipped homes. I still do flip homes. Um, I also invested in a dentistry. I also invested in a dog training franchise that I co-founded called Tip Top Canine. Um, I also invested in uh, Fears and Clark, a commercial real estate business. Uh, I also invested in a real estate photography company called Flow Photos. Also have a haircut chain called Elephant in the Room. And I can just sit there and list off. It businesses. goes on and on and on, Clay. You're, well, that's you're what a renaissance I prefer man. to do. That's what I prefer to be doing. So yeah. I I do not uh, as a as a it's not fun for me to discuss the great reset at great length. Uh, I never wanted to do a, a tour. I never wanted to do a podcast about these things. I I was very happy 
And uh, because God gave us our incredible freedoms we enjoy as Americans, and so many people fought and died for our freedoms. And so when I saw those freedoms being stripped away, I thought, well, hell, I'm going to have to get involved. And so I did get involved reluctantly by suing the mayor of my town, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and turning our, our building into a church during the lockdowns. And then that, that event led to a weekly church services, which culminated in thousands of people sometimes attending and hundreds of people other times. And then that turned into the first reawakened tour. And then that turned into now 22 events later, here we are, and we have three events left. That's beautiful, Clay. Well, thank you for the in-depth origin story and like showing all the listeners here uh how much of like a renaissance man you truly are and you, you, this this just it, it, it's so indicative of your personality too because when i went to the first reawaken america and when i used to watch you you know just come on info wars and you know host the war room and stuff like that i'm like who trained this guy this guy is a machine gun gatling gun of a of a of a speaker and it's just so impressive to me and folks th this is this is what clay does at reawaken america he's got so much energy he's just really such a fun silly guy honestly and i love clay Remember, you gotta ask yourself what oh, this was me DJing what back today. He would be breaking it down, ladies and gentlemen. He would be breaking it down. So everybody, you know, show him how to do the Cupid shuffle. Put your hands oh, in the yeah. air. Yeah. You know, and the thing about that business is I sold that business. I got brought on to be a play. Wait, play. You're having fun. Now left. Now left. Is there music with it? I can't. You can't hear it. It's okay, but we're going to lose the game. Yes, I, I, uh, you know, built that business. Um, and when I sold it, I stayed, they kept asking me to stick around as a, an advisor. So after I sold the company, basically any new DJs had to come and learn from me how to DJ, how to MC, how to present, how to beat match, how to play music, all those kind of things. And so that's probably footage of one of those trainings. Yeah, you had a lot of fun with it, man. You have a you have a knack for it, you, and that's one of the things is uh, you can just rapid fire speak, and then you you don't allow people to like really talk over each other too. That's one thing that I've noticed about you. You can stop on a dime and let the other person talk. So it, Clay, I've been I've been kind of analyzing you and studying you just from afar a little bit. So <laughs> I don't want to sound stalkerish, but really, well, that's... I'll tell you this: if you ever want to come out to one of our business workshops, our next one is next Friday, uh, next Thursday and Friday. So it's December seventh and eighth, and I've been doing those every two months since 2005. And uh, that is where we put on a laser show teaching people how to start and grow successful companies. And podcasters love it. You know, people like Liz Crokin, uh, you know, she happens to be a client. Uh, people like the Flyover Conservatives, they happen to be a client. Um, but most of the people who are who are my clients, they're, they're not... Um, in the reawakened space. They're not talking about truth. Uh, they're, you know, growing their mortgage business. They're growing their home remodeling company. They're selling more spatulas. I don't know. And so uh, I, I am excited um, to sometimes for those two groups to meet each other because it's hilarious. And this will happen here next, next Thursday, Friday. This happened at the last conference we did, by the way, there's about 200 people. If you can picture it, it's a high octane atmosphere. 90% of the people who come to my business conference have no idea about what we're talking about right now. Huh. No idea about the great reset, no idea about bricks. You know how a lot of people have talked about Israel and, you know, the, the conflict and they have different opinions and takes. They don't even know what's going on. They don't even think about it. They're just thinking yeah. about Taylor Swift and the chiefs. And they're talking about NFL. I'm not kidding. These people have no idea what's going on. And they're coming to my conference not to talk about that. They're coming to learn how to optimize their website or how to sell more landscaping services. And so at the last conference has happened, a lady puts her hand up and she says, 
Excuse me, Mr. Clark. I'd like to know, um, what do you recommend we invest in as BRICS de-dollarizes? <laughs> and everybody was like, what is like, she talking about? What, what is de-dollarization and what is BRICS? So I said, forgetting for a brief moment where the audience was, as I said, well, um, as Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, as they all add six new countries on January 1st, the de-dollarization will be complete because the world's largest exporter of oil, uh, in this case, uh, Saudi Arabia, has agreed to trade with China, the world's largest importer of oil, not using the U.S. dollar, using what's called the BRICS pay system. Yes. So I would recommend you get out of uh, fiat currency and invest in precious metals as soon as possible. And, dude, I bet you 90% of the attendees were like, so the next question comes up. Guy puts his hand up in the back. I have a question. Yeah. What's BRICS? <laughs> what's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And they're all, and he goes, why would they do that? Why would they want to de-dollarize? I mean, we need dollars to buy stuff, right? And there's just no basis of knowledge. Well, then yeah. well, the way I, I do my business workshops is I do a 30-minute teaching session and I bring up a client sex, a success story as an example for everything I teach. If I'm teaching sales or accounting or marketing or branding or whatever, I bring up examples of real people that do it. And then we open it up for a 15-minute Q&A. And then we break for 15 minutes and the conversations were hilarious because each group had, it's almost like the truth people had no idea how to run a business yeah. and the people who know how to run a business had no idea what the truth was. And it was just, isn't, this, that, isn't that a fascinating phenomenon? It is. And they all, they all claim to be Christians primarily or people that believe in God. And, <clears throat> but I found that the truthers had read the Bible and had really thought about these things. And the people that were the Christians who run businesses hadn't read the Bible in a long time, nor nor do they at the churches they go to every Sunday is these are these things discussed. So I feel like that's part of what the reawakened tour does is yeah, a lot yeah. of people will show up to see Eric Trump and they will have no idea who I am and they have no interest in who I am. And they show up and then all of a sudden they go, wow, I had no idea that Jim Brewer was working this kind of comedy. I didn't know that Roseanne felt this way. I didn't know that Cash Patel, I didn't, I didn't know who Cash Patel was. I didn't know who Dr. Jane Ruby was. So these different groups, these medical truth people, they show up because they know who Tenpenny is. They know who Dr. Jane Ruby is. Yeah. They, they know about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but they have no idea about Eric Trump. And so as these groups meet, it really is fascinating conversations. It's almost like a college orientation where like you thought you were signing up for the football team and somehow you ended up on the swim team. It is a fascinating phenomenon because I know so many people that are just like such geniuses in whatever field they're in, you know, whether it's programming, whether it's business, whether it's uh, anything, sales. And then you try to like wake them up. You try to red pill them on stuff going on. You try to, hey, have you ever heard of the World Economic Forum? No, what's that? Do you know who Klaus Schwab is? No, what's that? Do you know what uh, subdermal microchips are? No, what's that? Do you know what a CBDC is? Do you know what a, do you know what a Chinese social credit score is no what's that but these people and I, I i wouldn't say that they're dumb people you know it's like this weird thing because they are very smart in their field and the stuff that they focus in and they can they can lock in and you talked about sports before they can lock in and know every stat know every player on every single team and really apply themselves to it what do you think it is clay like when you got woke up to this type of stuff was it daunting and scary to you to hear these eugenicists plot for depopulation and world control and great reset you'll owe nothing and be happy like is that why people people close themselves off to it because it's just so horrible well i don't have um 
you know, the Bible talks about uh, in Proverbs, it says, for a companion of fools shall suffer harm. And I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, one of my mentors, his name was Carlton Pearson, and may he rest in peace. Um, and he just passed away uh, last week. And uh, he had one of the largest churches in America um, before he became a universalist. So he and I did not agree theologically on his viewpoint after he switched teams. But this was the man who had the largest church in Tulsa. And I asked him if he would mentor me and teach me how to speak. And Carlton was the kind of guy that he would surround himself with prolific singers and speakers and people that really wanted to be the best pastors and praise and worship people possible. And this guy, if you look up Carlton Pearson on rumble.com tonight, it'll blow your mind. His presentation style was crazy. He he actually was the mentor of TD Jakes. I mean, this guy was huge. Um, and so Carlton, though, was a companion of these people, you know, um, and a lot of people, what happens is you begin to surround yourself with people that have a similar mindset as you people that like the NFL, hang out with other people that like the NFL salespeople, hang out with top salespeople, but very few people hang out with what you call a polymath. Now, a polymath, and that's what Carlton Pearson was, it's somebody who knows a lot about everything. And to do that, you have to escape the world of passive, endless distractions. So for me, I wake up every morning at 3 a.m. I'm not saying this is what you should do, but I do. And between 3 and 9, 3 and 8, 3 and 7, you know, I'm researching. But I used to be researching business, you know, how to grow businesses, how to scale businesses, different business models, different business plans, reading different case studies. Now my focus is on the Great Reset. Why is the Euphrates River drying up? What does the Bible say about the Euphrates River drying up? Why are China and Russia teaming up at the exact because same time? Because the false prophet, Yuval Noah Harari, is coming for you, yeah. But, you, but see, you understand that the Bible, Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14, states that when the Euphrates River dries up, that's when the false prophet will show up and China and Russia will team up. You understand that. But most people don't understand geography, so they don't understand where the Euphrates River is, or they don't even know that it exists. We interrupt this episode for a special Connect Those Dots announcement. Dr. Sell Emmanuel, thank you for coming on Connect Those Dots. Please, if there's anything anyone can hear from me, please be prepared. Get hydroxychloroquine ivermectin in your medicine cabinet. These are safe medications exactly. in many countries over the counter. You'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. You want to be preemptive with all this type of stuff. You can go on drstellamd.com and you can use promo code DOTS. Dr. Stella is uh, gracious enough to give me a promo code and I'm a user, okay? Dr. Stella didn't tell me to come and get my COVID spray out here, but this morning I was having a tickle in my throat and I'm gonna go for it right now. And you can actually spray it and feel the change. Covita yeah. spray has vitamin C, D, zinc, and quercetin. But guess what? It also has neem. Neem is a natural uh, supplement that helps with allergies. We also have Covivites that has vitamin C, D, zinc, and quercetin. If you go on our marketplace, you have a lot of stuff that we produce to build your immunity. It can help with the flu. It can help with RSV. It can help with uh, COVID all RNA viruses. We know how the globalists are signaling, Dr. Stella. They talk about new pandemics all the time. Yes. You want to just have a bolstered immune system. So if you're going to get your vitamins, you might as well not get it from the supplement shop that's owned by BlackRock, essentially. You might as well do your business with the good guys and use promo code DOTS at drstellamd.com. Yeah. Then they also 
don't have any idea of the significance of the artifacts of Gilgamesh. Therefore, they won't see the significance of Yuval Noah Harari being the founder of the Gilgamesh Project or the guy who was leading the Gilgamesh Project before Barack Obama found him. They don't know that, that Nimrod tried to build the Tower of Babel before God confounded their languages and then Nimrod changed his name to Gilgamesh and was interred or was buried underneath the Euphrates River. They don't understand that Yuval Noah Harari was working on the Gilgamesh Project before Obama found him. They don't What's understand. The Gilgamesh Project, Clay? It's Can the you project explain if you go to rumble.com and you search for Gilgamesh project, you can watch it tonight, but it's a, it's an attempt to merge animals with humans and to offer humans eternal life. It's like a chimera sort of playing God, creating your own species kind of, uh, Kind of like the artifacts you found in Egypt, you know, where you see these half. Oh, you like the Sphinx. Yeah, and you've yeah. all know Harari's into this stuff, okay? So that's why you you anyway, but most people don't they don't know about these things. So then when you tell them, hey, did you know that China and Russia teamed up when the false prophet showed up and the Euphrates River dried up? They go, No, no, no. And they don't know why it's significant either. Or you say, Did you know that Revelation chapter six, verse five through six prophesied hyperinflation? They go, No, no. No, no. Where, is, where 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 does it say that in the Bible about hyperinflation? Revelation chapter six, verse five through six. Yeah, what what is it? Can you just paraphrase it real quick? Yeah, I want to read it because I, I I read I, it, read it. You want to pull up your screen? Yeah, one second. Revelation six, verse five through six. One second here. So again, you have a group of people that I'm not saying ignorant; they're like dumb. I'm saying they just yeah. don't know these things. So the Bible, uh, Revelation chapter six, verse five through six states, and uh, when he had opened the third seal, I heard the beast say, "Come and see," and I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard uh, a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see that thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Wow. So um, it's a judgment of a people followed by hyperinflation. Wow. So most people, they don't see that. Um, so they see Elon Musk now pushing Neuralink where he's trying to connect everyone's brain together. They don't know that the Bible said that the, the Bible prophesied there'd be a time where everybody would be all of one mind. And yes. they, they don't they don't know that. And so it's very hard for them to to see how that connects. And again, it's because people are perpetually distracted in a way that they weren't before. So I'm pulling this up so I can read it to you. That's Revelation chapter 17, verse 13, that talks about all the minds being one. And so what happens is there's a lot of things in the world now that are distracting people from reading the Bible that didn't exist before. So let me give you an example. Yes. Uh, when I'm on the show with you, I try to prepare and cite my sources so that everybody can learn something from our interaction. Um, there's a lot of people, though, that take their day preparing for their day by not preparing for their day. They, they, they prepare for their day by watching cat videos or by watching Taylor Swift videos or Chiefs highlights. So the time that they could be spending reading Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21, and Matthew chapter 24, they're not. Another yeah. example, and I'm just bringing this up, I put my foot in the water and I back out. A lot of people are debating about Israel, debating about China, debating about Russia, debating about, and they have no idea where they are on the map or where they are in the Bible. They just, they just immediately start their day by going on Instagram and arguing about it. So most people have such a, they're so perpetually distracted. Let me set my, I pulled up the source here for you. According to Nielsen right now, the average American is now spending 11.3 hours per day on social media. 11.3 hours per day. So how are you going to take the time needed to learn about these things if you spend 11.3 hours per day watching cat videos? I mean, it's just not possible. And that's how we got here is a lot of people are just so perpetually distracted. They don't know what's going on. I mean, I think about that 
all day, every day, almost, man. Because because I fall victim to it too sometimes, Clay. I fall victim to scrolling endlessly on social media sometimes, and it is an act. It is literally an MK Ultra mind attack to sit to have you sit there and constantly yeah. want that dopamine hit of trying to find something that you like on social media all the time and being liked on social media. I fall victim to this too. I try to make the most cool reels with the with the fun music bag and the and the imagery and all the great stuff and i want to get those likes and then i get shadow banned and then i can't get the likes anymore so i bet your wife it's a hijacking um, real quick it's a hijacking of your actual hormonal responses and these the, the 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 behavioral psychologists at the world economic forum and all of the other you know un uh all all those types of institutions they understand this and they don't want you to read the Bible. They don't want you looking into anything. They want right. to hijack your hormonal balances. Um, I uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. They just cut for a second on my end for a second. But I was going to say, I met your wife at the Reawaken Tour and just a wonderful, nice uh, woman. And what's happening is is so many men, and I mean this, I'm just giving you an example of my, my wife, your wife. These are great women. A lot of men, you know, they, they come home from, from work. And they spend their day watching football, not even looking at their wife. Yeah. Their wife, not even connecting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, of employees come to the office and they don't actually do their work. They just are perpetually distracted, locked into social media. A lot of people go to church and at church, they're not taking notes with the Bible app. They're scrolling through Instagram. And so my whole thing I would just say in closing today is I encourage everybody to look up the Bible verses that I've stated on today's show. And I'm going to send you right now um, in, the, in the chat here uh, 41 uh, Bible verses or 41 prophetic events. The people don't know this, but 27% of the Bible is prophetic and 73% of the Bible is, is historical. And so I'm going to send you right now 41 specific portions of the Bible, 41 prophecies in the Bible that are taking place right now, 41. And so if you're saying, man, I don't even know where to read in the Bible. I don't know where to go. These are 41 things that are happening right now that are in the Bible that the Bible said would happen. And once you know that, you'll go, wow, why is it there? Jesus didn't write the Bible. The God, God didn't author the Bible. The Bible wasn't written and wasn't inspired by God so that we would be scared. It was to prepare us. It was so that we would see through God's infinite mercy as all these things, as everything around us begins to shake and fall apart, we would then look up for our redemption draws nigh. So I encourage everybody, read those 41 scriptural references there. Read them yourself. Read the context around them. Get out a highlighter. Really read your Bible. You know, um, I have a, a large font Bible. This is a little teaching tip for you. The reason why I have a large font Bible is because I found that most people, myself included, go to big churches with a small Bible, and you can't, read the, can't see the words because of all the fog. But I have found if you get a big font Bible and you sit alone in your house and you read it out loud— you'll be able to hear the voice of God in a powerful way. And what so a I pro tip. Everybody, get the large font Bible. I just bought seven of them yesterday uh, for extended members of my family. I encourage you to do it. Large font Bible. Get yourself a 14-point font Bible. Second, come join us on the Reawaken America Tour. We have three final events. Two, Larry, California, December 15th and 16th. That's to Larry, California, just outside of Fresno, December 15th and 16th. Just to be very clear, I just transferred money over again today to cover one of these events. I've lost money on these events. I haven't made a dime of income on these events. Uh, we want these events to be affordable for you. Eric Trump, Cash Patel, General Flynn, 
Laura Trump, people like yourself, Jim Brewer, Roseanne, they're all on the Reawaken Tour. You can get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com, just under 400 tickets. And then finally, we have only, only three events left. And the reason why is because most of the speakers, the keynote speakers, the household names, will be serving in the Trump administration if there is justice and a fair election. And so uh, very, very few of the people who are on the lineup are going to go back to traveling around the country because they'll be working in the White House. And so I encourage everybody out there to be praying for those speakers and come out and meet them at the Reawaken America Tour to Larry, California, December 15th and 16th. Well, yeah, I know you're wrapping up. Do you have, a, do you, can you do like five more minutes with me to just do like a nitty gritty real quick? I can't. Is, the, is the Antichrist coming in our lifetime? We know yes. about the prophetic, we know about the prophetic in the Bible and the war in the Middle East. And we know that the Antichrist is going to come as a savior offering peace, right? So as we're seeing all this strife escalate in the Middle East, are we going to see the Antichrist in our lifetime? Yes. Um, you've all know Harari. His name means, um, Father of music, as in the days of Noah, shall ascend to the mountaintop. His name in Hebrew means Father of music, as in the days of Noah, shall ascend to the mountaintop. Emmanuel Macron, his name means God with us and the mark. You're beginning to see all the technology uh, come to place and be put in place. And uh, I have an interview I have to hop on right now with a show in Las Vegas. I don't want to be rude, but I will tell you, yes, we will see the false prophet. We will see the Antichrist and we will see Satan show up on the scene during our lifetime. There you have it, folks. And uh, I tend to agree with Clay Clark on that assessment. Clay, thank you for coming on Connect Those Dots. I know you're a very busy, busy man. God bless you, man. And I hope to see you uh, in California at Reawaken America, bro. Take care, sir. Bye. Peace. Bye. Clay Clark, everybody. There he is, man. <laughs> Guy moves at a mile a minute, man. Oh, well, there you have it, Dot Connectors. I don't even know what that means, a mile a minute. Sounds pretty slow to me, but he's uh, he's definitely not slow. He's Speedy Gonzalez, uh, Clay Clark, a great guy that uh, is doing a lot to fight against the Great Reset. So there's that. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Connect Those Dots, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. God bless. Amen. Keep connecting those dots.